Hello, and welcome to the First Class Cities podcast. We're learning about the people and programs that make communities, large and small alike, more livable and more lovable. My name is Pete Olson. I'm the town manager in Yorktown, Indiana, and with me is... Clay Johnson, the city administrator of Lincoln, Illinois. Our goal here is to talk and, and learn about communities and what people love about their communities. And uh, during our last ICMA conference, Clay and I were writing back together and having a discussion about uh, how different communities bring different aspects of livable and lovable together. And we were, I think we were looking for something that was fulfilling to us, but not only fulfilling to us as professionals in the local government field, but um, something that would be fulfilling for people who actually live in those communities to take some time and acknowledge what's going on around them and brag about it because that's something that we don't seem to do very much is brag about the quality of where we live. That's right. As we've moved on into the middle of of this century, we really do find that people want to love the community they're in. And for us as practitioners, finding those opportunities to make love loving your community or loving your city, as Peter Kagiyama says, uh, is important. So one of the things, that Clay, as we wrote this uh, kind of our script for this first episode out, we talked about, you know, why are we doing this? And, you know, for me personally, there's a, there's a couple of reasons. Um, you know, first and foremost, as you mentioned, people do love their communities. And I think we're both lucky enough to work in communities where where we hear that we love our community for a number of different reasons and sometimes you and I just maybe take that for granted and we don't realize that some of the things that we're doing or some of the things that volunteer groups or or for-profit groups are doing make our community lovable. The other reason and and from a completely personal reason here is uh, uh, you're pulling me along in this technology game and I, I think this is an important way to to stay relevant when we're talking about how our communities can get better. If, if I can pick up an idea or if I can hear of another community that's done something great, maybe I'm not going to do the same thing, but I'm going to do something similar. It's an opportunity, and, and, and that's really good. I think that there's more that we have in common across the local government field from city to city, from county to county, than what we realize. And I think if, if we can start this conversation uh, it can only help to benefit everyone. And, and I think that's partially my goal, kind of dovetailing off what you were talking about. But from another perspective, I, I, I come from it almost with a, from a standpoint of fear. And I worry about the amount of uncivility that we're seeing on uh, a local level and especially on a national level. And I worry that that type of vitriol and that type of attitude is going to affect professionals and cause burnout at a much quicker rate than what we already see. And I think that if we took some time and got past the minutia and got past some of the noise, that we could really see that there is there are good things that are happening 
around us all the time, whether it's the local government doing it, whether it's a nonprofit group doing it. But there are people who do truly care about where they are and taking some time to highlight those individuals and uh, broadcast what they're doing, I think can help everyone. I, I think that's a very fair point. And, you know, I find it kind of ironic that we're starting on the uh, Sunday prior to the uh, election here in November. Um, where we really have seen, and at least in Indiana, uh, some of the the dirtiest campaigns um, on both the federal and, and state level uh, that, that I can remember, and, and I'm not old by any means, but I, I think as we just continue to go down that path, uh, we, we definitely do see that. And yet, when, when I sit in, in a restaurant here in our community uh, with, with people who are probably... Um, ideology, ideologically uh, opposed to to some of the things I, I see on a federal level. I, I know we can come back and we can talk about you know uh, how paving a road or having a run or what's going on in the park really does benefit our community, and and that's done by bringing people together and and making people smile and happy, and and that's what people love. No question. No question about that. And um, I, I, I like the idea of, um, you know, in our, in our position, and, and in, I guess this works for any profession uh, going on in a particular place, we get so uh, concentrated on the work at hand that sometimes seeing the larger picture and sometimes seeing how what is done in our communities uh, translates to the people who live who live there is um, is being lost and it really does have an impact and and I could I would hope that it's refreshing for people to to hear about these things that are going on and like you said kind of um, latch onto them and, and try to um, implement them in their own community in their own way because um, that can we, I guess the high tide raises all the ships. That's that's what we're trying to do here in some way. Yeah, I think that's important. So, so kind of going from there, and, and to give you a little bit more background uh, about each of us, um, you know, I, I've somehow become the old uh, crumb du- crumb dungeon middle manager, um, in the, or not necessarily middle manager, but the middle but aged, old for the, sure, absolutely. It, yeah. It, it, <laughs> the middle-aged old manager I, I you know I've now been in the profession for 16 years and and uh, you know I used to think oh I'm, I'm still a rookie and and I'm still learning everything and I am I, I, I won't ever stop learning but I I look and I go holy smokes I've been doing this now for 15 16 years and um, scenarios in in my community are some of the same scenarios we were dealing with in the first community I worked in and the second community I worked in, and those communities are still working on it, and we're still working on it. So taking, you know, what, what we're going to talk about here and saying, okay, maybe it worked one way in one community, and it works a different way in a different community, it still comes back to community and to love and, and making your community better. And so, you know, I think we pair that with you, who's a little bit younger. <laughs> a little bit. But, you know, we're, we're in similar... Uh, similar size communities, similar demographic communities. Um, so in that respect, I guess that uh, people could probably take us or leave us because we're 
we're, we're seeing things from a quote unquote small community point of view. Um, but I don't think that that necessarily should apply to, uh, listeners of the podcast. I think that there are, there are, uh, concepts that can be taken from even the small communities and, and expanded in scope and be used in a larger community. And likewise with a large community, um, you can take, you may not be able to do things the exact same way. You may not have all the resources at your disposal to, uh, implement a certain initiative or program, but there's a way to do that. And the, my favorite, uh, I guess, metaphor for that type of work is, uh, I think it was even Kageyama that had a, had a, a picture and during one of his, uh, talks of, uh, you know, cities are wanting splash pads and cities are wanting uh, water parks with features and so on and so forth. And somebody actually just strapped a hose to a fence and turned it on. And that was this small community splash pad. So, again, even though we are probably two managers of similar type communities, it doesn't mean that we can't do things that relate to a large city or that relate to a small city. I think that there are uh, common threads that run amongst us all. Yeah, it, and you know, the, the thought process of a large city versus a small city is, is really relevant. You're absolutely right. I mean, I look and, and I had friends that completed the New York Marathon today, um, you know, 70,000 people that were running uh, 26 miles over, I think, five or seven bridges uh, in and out of the island. And, and then I look and, you know, in our, our community, and one of the things we'll get into in future episodes will be a, a run that I'm going to talk about that's uh, led to some trail expansion. But, it, again, you're right. It, it, it might not be a marathon in, in that smaller community, but it is a run that brings a, a number of folks from that community together or folks from a geographical area, um, you know, and, and, and even outside of the state, if you will. So, uh, that's definitely true. I, I'd go so far as to say that while we're typically a, labeled as smaller communities, that's relevant. We come from the Midwest, so you know we're in mid-sized communities in the Midwest. Uh, obviously, the Chicago's are larger than us, but uh, I know a number of communities that are within uh, you know ten or fifteen geographic miles of my location that are that are a thousand people, and so you know they look at a community of fifteen thousand and they say, hey. Um, you know, how'd you do that? And, and you're absolutely right. Uh, Kageyama figured it out. If you're having fun in your community, there might just be one way to do it um, in one community, but there's a different way to do it in another community, and I think your example is perfect. I think that'll be some of the other things that you hear us get into. Is uh, You've heard us uh, mention Peter Kageyama a couple of times. I think you'll hear us talk about uh, different authors that we've maybe read or, or listened to or different speakers um, here in the future because uh, we do have to find different ways of inventing ourselves and, and taking something from somebody else. R&D is what uh, I heard it called one time in a, in a session, and uh, they referred to that as rip off and duplicate. And there should be no shame in that. Um, there should be, uh, we, we should be sharing ideas one to another in a a positive way, in a way that um, doesn't, I don't know, prejudice the conversation in, in such a way that you have 
uh, a large community and say that that doesn't work for me or a small community and say that doesn't work for me. So yeah, let's, I'm excited for this opportunity. I'm excited for a chance to um, express ideas, get people on here to express what's going on in their community and, and talk about what's great about it. Um, again, that's, that's the purpose. The purpose is to spread quality of life initiatives to uh, communities across the country, hopefully across the world, if we're successful enough and we're not going to bore people to tears. That's that's another hope is that we're at least mildly entertaining and giving it to people in a way to consume that's mildly entertaining um, so that it has a little more resonance when it goes out. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, what what isn't better than having some uh, hillbilly from Kentucky and redneck from Kansas tell you what's great about a community? Yeah, whenever people are going to hear, you know, Clay Johnson from Illinois, they're going to hear me talk and they're going to they're going to be completely confused about my origins. They're going to think I'm lying, making this all up. Um, no, I am I am living in Illinois, but this accent is purely Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, and, and and that's the other thing is is we've both traveled and and we continue to travel and luckily, uh, you know, that's one of my favorite things to do is travel, but I'm I'm originally from from uh, northwest Kansas and, and you know and now I'm here in Indiana and, and you know cornfields are cornfields but communities there's something that makes them individual and makes them fun and and uh, we'll get into a number of those communities uh, or at least I plan to um, you know talking about something that maybe is just a little strange and, and you go well nobody would think that's fun and yet I'm telling you I'll stop at something strange any day of the week. I hope and one thing I hope for our listeners that uh, we receive feedback on is that I don't think that even though we are practitioners, I don't think that we want to get necessarily into the the details and minutia of programs. We don't care necessarily what tax did this uh, particular program come from or or how did you get this past the council? I'm not sure that that's exactly what we're talking about here. I think what we're talking about is much more high level and uh, general and, and what it means to the community to implement such a thing. So if we start going down that path, I would love to hear back from people and say, you know, you're you're boring me. You're not, um, you're giving me a little more than what I want. We just want to hear the good things that are happening and keep us in check because again, we don't want to start going down rabbit holes that people don't enjoy because really we hope to be doing this for a greater uh, listener base and for people who know, um, who for people who want to learn more about their community and find ways to grow their community on their own. Yeah, I think even even better might be here in the future as we figure this technology out. And I say that as the uh, 42-year-old who's going, all right, how do I do all this? Um, you know, if we get, maybe we get some people that are, are other practitioners or who have done something in their community uh, that is really cool or fun, and they want to join us, we'd, we'd love to hear from them and, and have them on and talk about, not necessarily how they did it. Again, it's, it's not the high level, but what it means to that community to have done that because, uh, you know, it always starts with an idea and, and then it takes somebody to put it into action. And as, uh, as I often tell people, you know, there's two kinds of peoples. There's the, there's the idea person and then there's, then there's the doers. And you gotta, you got to have them both and you got to make sure that they get done. Um, and hopefully the idea peer, people are also the doers. Absolutely. And even 
this is for people who aren't necessarily the doers too. I think that um, we want people who are just casually listening to podcasts on the internet to realize that um, government is actually there to help you. It, it is there to serve you. And that even though there will be instances where government or nonprofits get it wrong, um, they are truly trying to do the best they can in most instances instances for the people that they uh, are elected to serve or appointed to serve and um, that give, <laughs> I'm not trying to say get cut us a little slack, but um, that there, there are people who are trying to help and trying to make their community better. And maybe when they hear a story on the radio or see something on TV or read a story in the newspaper, before you roll your eyes and say, oh, here goes City Hall again, take a breath, step back a bit and say, you know what, they're people like I am and they're people that want to make a difference. And instead of maybe casting that first stone, try to figure out what it is that um, you can do to maybe improve that idea or make it work a little bit better. Sure. I, I think that's a very fair point. I, I think maybe even one step further is, is if, if you've got that idea or you, you, you hear them and you think, I can even make that better, is get involved. Um, it, an engaged community is, is a wonderful thing, and uh, that's something I know that uh, people kind of sit and, and say, well, they don't want to hear what I have to say. Sure we do. Uh, sometimes we don't hear from anybody, and we think we're doing the right thing. And that's an easy uh, trap to fall into. And, you know, in, in this day and age, and I hate to say, I, I sound like the the old curmudgeon here. In this day and age, with the number of distractions that everyone has in their life, whether it's their own family, whether it's social media, whether it's regular media pulling you in a number of different directions, um, what goes on at City Hall kind of falls in the level of importance. And that, that causes... Um, city officials and elected officials to just kind of fly on their own because if they're not hearing um, feedback one way or the other, they're just going to assume that things are good. And um, while we're not trying to um, raise the level of um, discourse in in a negative way between um, the the elected officials and the people they serve, I think we are trying to have a higher level of discourse uh, between the communities and their elected officials to say, hey, look at X city who is doing this that requ- that uh, caused this particular uh, result to occur. How can we mimic that? How can we do better and make it better for everyone around us? Absolutely. I, I think there's always an opportunity, and, and not every scenario is applicable to every city, but there are always opportunities to get out there. So. With that being said, Clay, I think we're almost starting to repeat what we're talking about. So let's uh, maybe finish up this first podcast and tell people how they can get a hold of us and then let them know that we'll be back here with our second one uh, where we start to get into the discussion of, of what makes communities uh, livable and lovable and uh, and then kind of is our jumping off point. Sure. Um, we're going to cross our fingers first off and hope to do this at least on a bi-weekly basis. And maybe we'll be able with um, the schedules of, of certain individuals that we try to get on on board with us to do it a little more often than that. But right now, we're going to try to take it easy and do it every other week. 
um, and make sure that we can do this on a technical basis every other week. Um, so that's that's the first goal. This, uh, but like we've been alluding to throughout the podcast, um, we, we want to hear from people. We want to hear the great ideas that are out there. And the sooner you can contact us about them, the sooner that you can be a part of this and maybe we can um, broadcast you along with some of our thoughts and ideals. So the, the ways to do that, we've got two ways right now. One uh, is our email address, which is firstclasscities, all one word, at gmail.com. Or you can go uh, find us on Twitter. It is We are at firstclasscities. Uh, that is our name. The handle actually has first as in first place. Uh, so look us up there. Send us your ideas because we would love to hear them. That sounds good. Well, that makes a, a great opening podcast. So, Clay, thanks for your time tonight. Thank you, Pete. And uh, we look forward to hearing from everybody soon. Have a great evening. <laughs>